Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so glad you tuned in today for the second part where what I'm speaking about is be a witness and not a fortune teller. And we're going to go straight to our text in Acts chapter 1, verse 6, all the way up to 8. It says, when the apostles met together with Jesus, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time give the kingdom back to Israel? And Jesus said to them, the time and occasions are set by my father's own authority, and it is not for you to know when they will be. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be filled with power and you will be witnesses for me in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Well, this is our core scripture for this study, I would say. And in part one, we spoke about the times and occasions that are not given unto us, but they are set under the Father's own authority, and they are in good hands there, and that we will not be busy with all those things that are not proper for us, not profitable for us, not possible for us, not even good for us, but that they are good in the hands of the Father. Hallelujah. I'm glad to know that. But today, I want to continue about what is for us, because Jesus, these were his last words. And these apostles, they asked this important question just before he was going back to the Father, back to his heavenly glory, his heavenly place, to sit there and to be there as our heavenly advocate and our heavenly high priest. How wonderful to know that Jesus is there for us today, right now. And so they asked this question, a question that maybe in a different shape, way, or form, many are busy with today in our time. And especially with all these conspiracy things, and many Christians are in this, and if they be right or wrong, I see a few of the fruit of their mindset. They are losing peace. They are frustrated. A lot of anger comes in their heart, and they are fighting, struggling, busy, talking about all these things constantly that are happening, that should happen, that are in politics or maybe other world rulers and and things in their own society and community, and they're so upset about it, and they see all these things, and and they are pointing to prophecies and things, and etc., etc., but they are not pointing people to Jesus. They are not a witness of Jesus. They are not sharing the peace of Jesus. They are not an inspiration for the joy of Jesus. Jesus, in the midst of all the things that were going on in his time with the Pharisees and with the Roman Empire there and terrible things that he knew were about to come to the Christian church, he was busy talking about the kingdom of the Father. He was busy talking about the peace that he would give in their hearts, that they would receive through the Holy Spirit. He was talking about the joy, being part of the kingdom, the joy that it would bring in their hearts. And so I want to be a witness of Jesus also, what he has done in my life. So Jesus, he answers that question. He says, it's not for you, but he doesn't go into that question very deep. He only says, it's not for you. Don't be busy with it. It's not for you, but, 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 and then he continues on, but you will receive power 
when you will go and wait for the Holy Spirit, the comforter that I have promised you, he will come. You will receive power and you will be my witness. Well, there is that old saying, an old proverb that says knowledge is power. And to a certain extent, that is the truth. But on the other hand, not all knowledge is power, my dear friend. Some knowledge or wanting to have that knowledge is keeping you from the real power. Listen to what I'm saying right now. Not all knowledge is giving you power. Some knowledge is becoming a obstruction and an obstacle in your life. It's keeping you busy and it's keeping you from the real power. Jesus took away here the knowledge that is not power. And he said, child, it's not for you. So don't be busy with it. It's not going to give you power. It's not going to help you in your life. It's not going to help you to progress, to be an overcomer, to build the kingdom. These kind of things that you are busy with or want to be busy with, with that earthly kingdom, with all these things that you finally will never know for sure when or how they will happen because the father has kept it under his own authority. That is not real power. But I will give you, Jesus said, the knowledge that is power. Or rather, I will give you the power that is better than knowledge, power of the Holy Spirit. That is real power to do your life's work. Well, that power, I could say there is a few different ways of looking at that power. Number one, I would see miraculous power. They received miraculous power when the Holy Spirit came upon them. And we see they went forth and there were great signs and wonders and miracles that happened in the name of Jesus. That's something you need to have. That's something we need to have. Or maybe you will not have it in the extent of some of these great missionaries or called evangelists or pastors, those that were called for a special miracle ministry. But all children of God should have that miraculous power in their life. You need to have miracles in your life. Miracles need to happen. Well, they will not come to you if you keep busy with all these thoughts about the earthly and the heavenly kingdom and the prophecies and when and how, etc., etc. But they will come when you will wait upon the Lord and he will fill you in that simple way with the power of the Holy Spirit. All the miraculous will come alive in your life and it will flow through you and even others will be blessed with miracles because of how you are a witness of Christ. Hallelujah. Well, there is also, secondly, a mental power. The Holy Spirit does not educate us in the same way as the world educates us, not in the same system, not in the same level, not in the same way. What he gives oh, is so much more desirable. Oh, what he gives and how he gives it. He leads us into all truth. He doesn't just talk about truth, but he leads us to the truth and into the truth. Oh, Christ is the truth. Hallelujah. And he leads us into Christ. Oh, it's just like those caves, you know, under the ground, those caves that you go into and you see all these beautiful rock formations and you go from one chamber into the next chamber, and you're being led deeper and deeper into the secrets and the 
beauties of that cave. And so it is with the Holy Spirit that leads us into Christ, into the truth. You come from one cave into another cave, and he starts revealing these beautiful mysteries that are in Christ, who he is, and about his teaching, how powerful and wonderful those simple words are that he spoke to us, and how they can have such a great impact in your life and change you for eternity. Oh, he leads us into all truth. He also makes us feel the force of truth. There is no greater force than the force of truth. All the truth is powerful. Hallelujah. And he gives us a grip of truth. He writes truth upon our heart and he applies it to our understanding. Oh, these things you cannot just have by sitting in a classroom with some professor teaching you what he has learned himself out of a book. No, this is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the all-knowing one who takes us into the secrets of the gospel, the secrets of the Bible, the secrets of life, of our beginning and origin, of why we are here and what God wants to do in us now and through us and how we can bless this world and our glorious heavenly future with him. Hallelujah. And you know that it is the truth because he confirms it, not just in the mind. Oh, yes, the Holy Spirit also confirms it in the mind with rational thinking. Oh, he confirms it in the mind with the word of God that is solid, unmovable, unchangeable. But he also confirms it in your spirit, in your heart, that you are convinced and you know it. Oh, hallelujah for this truth and the redeeming love that he shares with us. Well, the power of the Spirit is also in part a moral power, and we need that. Oh, if we see one thing that is lost in the world today, it's moral power. People don't even know what real morality is anymore. They all have their own standards, but we have the standard of the Holy One, of the Word of God that is forever true. We don't have to reinvent it. We don't have to bring the gospel into this age and time. Some people, they talk about bringing the gospel, bringing the words of Jesus into the mind and into the life of today, but that is wrong. Lives of today and how people are walking in the flesh and living in the flesh and according to the flesh, that's nothing new. You had this throughout history. Oh, in all these seasons and times, in the reign of these great kingdoms upon this earth, think of the Greek kingdom, the Babylonian kingdom, the Roman kingdom. Oh, in all those kingdoms, you had those excesses of awful fleshly living, all the file, the, the, the dirt. Think of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, today they are bringing Sodom and Gomorrah back in a way, and they're thinking they are progressing into the development of man but they are going back to these ancient, dirty lifestyles that are destroying mankind and destroying cities. Oh, we don't need to bring the gospel into that. No, hallelujah, the gospel is here to bring a change in those dark places, in those vile places. The blood of Jesus cleanses of all sin. Hallelujah. Oh, my dear friend, we need that moral power to be able to stand with courage, to be calm and confident, to be in an intense affection, a burning zeal with a deep 
patience and a much enduring perseverance that we hold on to the truth and to the holiness of the gospel and that will bless your life and that will bless your neighborhood and that will bless the future and the next generations. Oh, we need people, men, women, young boys, young ladies to stand in this moral power in this time of darkness and vile thinking and vile living through the power of the Holy Spirit. Only through the Holy Spirit can we stand in this moral power. Oh, we need men and women who maybe are simpletons and maybe they are not the highly educated ones and maybe they are the ones that are looked down upon, but yet they stand with such moral power that they become an influencer. Oh, we need influencer. I'm going to talk about this last part here, spiritual power. We talked about miraculous power, mental power, moral power, and now I want to talk about spiritual power. Yes, we have these influencers today. They call themselves influencers, and they are influencers, especially through all this social media. Oh, they are influencers, but many of them, they are influencers in such a bad and evil way. I'm not saying everyone, but many of them. Oh, and they're making lots of money being this bad influence into society and into the world by their lifestyle, by the things that they say about the pictures or the movies that they post. They are bringing people from bad to worse. Oh, they are bringing them in such deep, dark place and people are hanging themselves because of all this dirt in their life and they don't know how to get rid of it anymore. Oh, but we need power through the Holy Spirit that will make us an influencer, not just in the realm of this carnal, this human mind and human way, but in spirit. Oh, there is such a difference to be someone that can be an influencer in the spiritual realm through the power of prayer. Oh, I must think of that old, old lady. She's weak already and feeble, but yet she has spiritual power and authority because when she prays, things happen, things change. Oh, I must think of that man walking behind the plow on his field. Oh, he is maybe a man with rugged hands and he is a, a humble man. He is just a normal man, but yet, oh, he knows the power that he has in the spiritual realm because he has been intimate with the Most High, because he knows the power that he has received from God while he was intimate with him in prayer. Power in prayer is the highest form of power. Communion with God is power and holiness above all things. Oh, that is a great power that we can have among men. If these people come into a room, oh, there is something about them. They have such spiritual power and authority that others that were used to do certain things, they just cannot do it in the presence of that person because that person changes the atmosphere. He changes the room. He changes everything there. He doesn't even have to say anything, but he has been with God. He has received spiritual power. We need men. We need women who have an influence in the most divine, in that spiritual realm to change all the course 
of this world. Oh, so many people are on such a wrong course. How will their course be changed? By people with this spiritual power. So we have power in the miraculous. We have mental power, moral power, but also spiritual power. And Jesus, he said, you are not to start preaching. Oh, let me tell you something. The disciples, they were ready to go and the world was dying and hell was raging. But yet Jesus said, wait, you must keep your tongue. You cannot preach yet. You cannot go yet. You must wait in Jerusalem until you have received that power. Peter, I know you always want to be the first. Peter, I know you are a runner, but Peter, listen to me. Wait, wait, man. You need to wait, wait, wait. How long, master? You need to wait until you have received it. You need to wait until it comes. You cannot go before it has come upon you. But master, how will I know that I have received it? Oh, Peter, you will know. (laughs) Yes, Peter, you will know. John, you will know. Yes, you will know. And my dear friend, you will know. You will know. Oh, you need to wait, my dear friend. You need to wait. Oh, the Lord wants to give that spirit power. Oh, you cannot go on with your ministry. You cannot go on with your life. You cannot go on even studying the Bible in the same way until you have received this power. This must be a focus in your life to pray and to seek God and to ask him for that Pentecost power that he has promised. He said, don't be busy with all those seasons and times and difficult things and calculating, etc., etc. I didn't call you to be a prophet. I want you to be a witness, and you'll be a witness of my power once it has come upon you. But wait for it. Seek my face. Seek for it. Oh, be anxious for it. Pray for it. And know that God wants to give it to you, that power. Well, next time, I'm going to finish this three-part series about being a witness and not a fortune teller. Don't be a fortune teller, my friend. You're just confusing yourself and others, but be a witness. But don't be a witness in your own power, through your own knowledge, through your own love. No, you need to receive this power of God, power in the miraculous, mental power, moral power, spiritual power, and you'll only receive it if you'll spend time in prayer waiting for it, asking for it, going to those revival meetings, go to that revival church, let them lay hands upon you and anoint you with oil, but the Lord himself will lay his hand upon you. The day is already set, my friend, and I'm going to pray for you right now because maybe this is your moment right now to receive power from high. Lord, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will pour out your power that promised power, the Holy Spirit power upon my listeners. You have poured it out in my life, and I have never been the same anymore. And you want to pour it out upon their life. You have made me a witness, oh, to more than 90 nations, and you want to make them witnesses, oh, of your gospel, of the truth, of your son, of your love, Father. Oh, they can only be witnesses. I can only be a witness in this power of the Holy Spirit. I need it, Lord, and I need more of it. Oh, we need it, Lord. Oh, they need it that are listening. So, Lord, let your Holy Spirit 
fire come and let it come upon them right now without measure. I pray it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 